This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good storm out. Why would you storm out? I just I just had it recorded when you say I'm going to storm out. <laughs> That's how I'll start. Now you'll never know why Jess would storm out. <laughs> All right, let's get going. Welcome to uh, Kramer and Just Uncensored, now on YouTube. Oh, no. Now on the YouTube. Well, let me turn my ring light on so I look five years younger. <laughs> 47 years old. <laughs> a lot of people think that I'm younger than I look, Jessica. I promise you. That's good. Just good for you. Jess thinks I look 37. I don't think so. When have I... We talked about that not too long ago. I said, what do I look? I love you when you ask me so. questions and I give you answers and then you just completely, like, if you've asked me, how do I look 37? I'm going to say, yeah, what's wrong with that? Would it hurt you to lie about that? Then you, tell you me to lie. It, maybe be like, no. Nah, maybe you're like, no. Nah. Sorry I'm the only honest friend you've ever had in your life. I just don't know why it wouldn't hurt. It's not like one of those things that like I'm ever going to be able to go back and fact check with you. Be like, well, There's, actually, What's wrong? What's wrong with saying you look 37? I don't want to look 37. Well, then tell me that. Then I know I'll lie to you about that, but I, did, I didn't know that was such a huge deal. Kramer literally had a conniption on the show today because I told him his drama performance was a six. I'm just saying no one else said six. Okay, listen No to one me. else said six no, let's, you. Let me get into this right now because this was so freaking annoying to me. You've been talking to me like you some theater prodigy player. You've been talking to me like you about to be in Les Mis, freaking Broadway show, Hamilton, blah, 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 blah. So my expectation... Was pretty high. I was, I was. Cast. You were speaking to me like that was that was your bar. You were speaking to me in that sense. And did you, did you live up to that expectation that you set? No. And I'm not gonna lie to you about that. I, you got so mad at me. He called me a brat on the air. You can't ask said, someone for their honest reaction, their like, opinion if you can't accept it yourself. I think Jess acts like a brat sometimes. No, he only says that when he doesn't like what I say. That's when you say that. Which I think is hilarious. Um, let me actually, I may be able to pull this up if I can pull this off fast. If enough. you didn't hype yourself up so much, no, dude, like, yeah, it's for sure. Like, it's totally for high school, and who cares? Like, it's supposed to be cringy. So here is, um, I don't know if you're gonna be able to hear this on the podcast, though. Let me try without putting this on the air. So here is, oh. um, I know, that'd be so awkward. He imagines all of a sudden we went on the air with it. And you guys like, can what? watch the video though on our Instagram and Facebook, though. Yeah, so by the way, we're on, um, we're doing this on um, YouTube. For the first time, uh, if you ever want to watch the podcast, we're going to try it. We're going to see how this goes. But we're on YouTube now. Uh, so if you search Kramer and Jess on there, you can actually watch the podcast, which that's something that you're into. Okay. Uh, here is my high school performance of Grease, which I was given Actor of the Year Award for. 
Oh wait. Oh wait. Let's watch that. You want to so watch good. this one really quick? Okay. Yeah. Let's just watch this. <laughs> <laughs> So so if you're watching on YouTube, and even if you're just listening, I think you can still understand what's going on. There's yeah. a, a, a dad. He's holding a, a like a but container of cupcakes from the yeah, store. Yeah, there's like 12 cupcakes in there. But all the icing's been like smeared off. Only on two of them. And this little boy is probably, what, four or five? He's two. Oh, he's two. Uh, he, his dad asked him, like, well... Did you eat the cupcakes? Yeah, TJ, what happened to the cupcakes? Because clearly you can see his little his little fingerprints. In there. He, and not only that, but he's got he's got icing all over his face and, and his hand and his finger. So if you're watching the YouTube, you can see it. But if not, I'm sure you can still pay attention. No. Right, Who did this, TJ? No, 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 no. Did this you is, do this? No. Huh? No. You didn't do this, TJ. Uh-uh. Yes, you did. Who got to them cupcakes, TJ? No. Did you do it? No. But you, didn't you didn't do this? <laughs> no. You took good. You sure? This is your last chance. No. Are you sure? Did you do it? No. Yes. So you didn't oh, get push this chair over here, climb on there, and get them cupcakes. <laughs> no. What's up with little sister though in the bag? Why is she mad? She got ten other cupcakes she can have. Cause man, she gonna rat him out. She Mm-mm. ain't. She ain't worried Team about TJ. It. I, if you didn't see it with your own eyes, what if he was painting? That's probably the worst moment of TJ's life. Mine was earlier today when Jess told me I was terrible at theater. Oh, um, you said yourself it, it was bad, so I agreed with you. Okay, Why are go. you mad about that? This is me. <laughs> 17 years old, fine as hell. No, this is, no, this is great. This is good. Totally. Look at that stud. Oh, my God. Back in high school theater, I, mean, I don't know, but theater kids used to smash back in the days. Was the same? Ew. Was the same as yours too? Were like all the theater kids hooking up with one another? Uh, so low key ish, but I don't know. I was weird. I didn't. I was there. <laughs> I had no interest. When did you lose your virginity, by the way? I was, dude. I was eighteen. Wow. No, oh, it, it was. Story. It was the. I can tell you. Was it like October, November? I didn't start drinking until the last month of senior year. I didn't go to any parties. My friends had to drag me to go senior year. I like didn't want to go, and then I lost my virginity. Like just a couple months after I moved away, probably like I think it was like October or November when I was eighteen. Because before that, I was post like, high school. After high school, wow. I that's when I like spiraled and was going crazy. But yeah. I just. I mean, I don't think having sex at eighteen, by the way, spiraling or going crazy. Well, but... no, I'm saying what I was doing just because I was so like boxed in. Yeah. My parents were very strict with me, and I also was like scared of everyone and everything, and I didn't want to do anything wrong, and I was like super square. Who was so... the, who was the first guy? Oh, my ex-boyfriend. Oh, so you were actually, he was a boyfriend of yours? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you say it like you hate him now? Well. Didn't end well? No. But the whole, but the, but even, even that part, it was just terrible. Like, I felt like I, I felt like I pushed myself to do certain things because I was so late and everything else that that was, that's what I was supposed to be doing. Uh, Do I wish it went that way? No. You know, mm -hmm. but. I'm sure it was terrible back in the day. I was 15. 
Um, That's and so young. I know. Like in hindsight, think about that now. Fifteen year old, which I I'm can't. sure they all. I bet, I don't know when kids. I'm. I would have to assume that kids have start having sex sooner than we did, though. I'd have to assume just because life is so much more sexual than it was back in the day. I mean, no, I knew people in, in high school that were like having sex so early. That just wasn't me. I was I was journaling in my in my Hello Kitty journal, like <laughs> listening to freaking like Whitney Houston. Like that's literally what I was doing. Why do you think that's the case, though? Why do you? Think, Why was I like I, that? I would say eighteen is a, like just barely on the older side to lose your virginity. Why I waited? It took I would me, say average oh is what, God. 15 or 16? Would you say that's about the average age to lose your virginity? I'm just making numbers up No, here. I think I think that's the average, yeah, from yeah. like from what I knew being in high school and when I knew what was going on, whether parents know that or not, but like, yeah, they're totally having sex. I would say by 16, probably most people. So by 18, yeah, God, Holly, my, I think, well, I don't, I'm sure she doesn't mind. Does she? Story. Does she? I mean, she's told it before on the radio, so she's probably okay with it. I'm sorry, uh, I think she was like 21 or something. Like 21. Like, geez, that's that's, that's you wasted 20 years of your life not hooking up. That's terrible. I'm glad there's nobody in high school. I wish I would have had sex with. Also, really? How uncomfortable? Mm. It probably didn't even feel. You know how long it took for me to actually feel an orgasm the way I was supposed to feel one. Well, like, that's I the have thing. no interest. It's because women, you're not taught to have orgasms. Like all of our sex training, I feel like when it comes to pleasure, we all are trained on how to not get pregnant pretty much, right? That's the only sex training you get. You're not really yeah. taught how to enjoy sex or where it comes from. Like you may have like a small idea, but you don't really know. Most yeah. of it just comes from probably watching porn, to be honest with you. That's probably where mine came from, you know? No one yeah. sits you down and be like, all right, all right, daughter, well, you better have your clitoris touched. Like no one talks about that. Yeah. So, um, wait, where's that going? Oh yeah, so I don't think most women have orgasms till much later in life. And I'll, I'll be honest, like, Hooking up with 30-year-old women is much different than hooking up with 20-year-old women. Yeah, because they demand what they deserve. They know, And they know their body a lot better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I remember, like, I, well, I had a terrible sex life when I was married, just in general. Uh, but divorced women, I'm going to tell you, it's different. I would assume. It hits different, Jess. I would assume. I think it's because. Both of you guys have been deprived. We've all been deprived. Yeah. For so long. Uh, because I feel like once you get into a relationship too, hang on, where's my where's my sex music? I can never find this one. Here it goes. I feel like when you uh, get into a relationship, you stop trying to learn or like, I don't know, maybe, no, because I feel like, like most of the women I talk to who are divorced have that similar statement, which is... They just didn't try anything new after a while. Or like you felt weird asking your spouse to like try something new. And so you just kind of sat in this mediocrity. That sucks. Of sex. Yeah. 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 If there's any advice I can give you, Jess, about how to make relationships work, it's don't get boring with sex. Oh, no. I feel like that should be effort should put in on both sides. But I'm telling you, like, I don't. This is like one thing I had to really weigh on as my relationship progressed. Because I wasn't sure I was in a bad marriage or if marriage just got boring after a while. I don't know. I don't know that anyone's having like the same kind of sex 10 years later than they were having when they were first together. Mm. You know what I mean? I think it depends on the people if you guys want to have fun with it. You know yeah. what I mean? You have, yeah. to, you have to be able to talk about things. Yeah. I don't understand why people are so weird about talking about that kind of stuff. I couldn't talk about it with my ex. That we, sucks. We, we just, we legitimately, she would get so... That's why we stopped having sex, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's because anytime I'd bring it up, she would just get so upset and or like defensive. Uh huh. And then I got so uncomfortable bringing up things because I got to a point where I couldn't even like perform. Yeah. There's so much tension between her and a I. A mental block. Couldn't even do it. 
That sucks. But if I wanted to bring it up with her, she would get so uncomfortable. It just wasn't worth it. Yeah. So I just, okay. Uh, I just pretty much said, well, that's that. Okay, then. How do we get here? Danny Zuko, high school kids having you, sex. I know. I you always know. you always get us here. No, I was had no, I didn't, I, it beep, took me so long beep, to touch anybody's beep. hand. I was so uncomfortable. I've always been awkward in that sense. Yeah. I don't like yeah. it. I don't even know what we're talking about. If I can't fine. trust people and I don't even like trusting people, I don't want, it takes a lot for me to allow someone to even touch me. Yeah. So that's how we got there. Okay. Well, I don't know. We'll just move on. Cause I don't even know how to get us out of this, to be honest with you. It's so fine. high school kids. Am I right? Loki calling me a loser because I waited till I was eighteen. I think that's. I don't think it's asshole. a loser. I just think that. I just think that's late. I think that's. Do you kind of regret? Because I, I don't. If I could it. go back and do high school and college again, I would do it totally different. Because I got the confidence now I didn't have back then. If I had this confidence. Uh-huh. I just know myself. I'm okay with myself now. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not trying to impress anybody. Yeah. I'm just me, right? Well, I'm still trying to impress people. I'm sure, but like, I'm okay with who I am. That's right? good. Yes. I I would smash. Every girl in high school. I do regret that because I was friends with so many attractive girls. Uh-huh. And you were just like scared. I was so scared. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I got friend zoned so fast. Mm-hmm. And they love me because I'm all like, oh, I'm so sweet. Emotions. I'm in theater. You know. God, not me. I'm cool off that. <laughs> I remember this one time. Let me tell you how awkward I was in high school. Let's play around with this, how awkward I was in high school. Fine. Okay? Come on. Because I'm sure you've got some stories too. Here's how awkward I was in high school. There's this one day. And I was probably a sophomore because I was in my old school. So I was either sophomore, I was probably a sophomore. 15. Terrible. Uh, yeah. Terrible time, right? Terrible time. There's this girl in theater that was pretty cute. Her name was Leah. And she had oh. a great ass, just to be honest with you. So she was kind of known. You know, the, the girl that has the ass, like the awkward high school ass girl? Yeah. That was her. And I remember one day she was like, just touch it. If you want to touch it, like just touch it. Okay, now as a 15-year-old boy... At this point, she was probably like, I'm sick of you guys fucking staring yeah, at me. Was, like, to me specifically, we were, we were like in a group. It wasn't anything weird. We were kind of groups. So like, just touch it. Like, just touch it. Yeah. I was so awkward. I couldn't even do it. I was like, ah, I just, ah, I can't even in front of get in here and just... In front of everybody. I couldn't do it. Terrible. I couldn't do it. Jess, in hindsight, I should have just moved up in on it. You know what I mean? Okay. Just a little, just slide in. Just no. Little, blah, 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 blah. I just wasn't ready. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah. But did I? No! It's okay. How awkward were you? I was pretty weird. I didn't I didn't want any I don't I don't want any part of that. I didn't like it. I mean honestly they're saying it has to be sexual, but do like, you remember like how awkward you were? Because I was pretty awkward. I mean I can tell you a hundred stories how awkward I was in high school. I have friends actually that still listen to the uh the radio show or maybe or the podcast or whichever. Oh, and they're like, yeah, I've never heard you talk more in your life. Yeah, they're like, yeah. Well, they're just like they just remind me of how awkward I used to be. Cuz I was fat, you know, I was fatter. I was probably probably 210, but mm-hmm. I was shorter than this now. So, I just never felt like comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um I always tried to wear like, and I thought I could like hide, like kind of like fit in better. I wore the cool kid clothes. So I'd always like go and I'd buy like the American Eagle clothes. That was cool for my time. Yes. Was that cool for you still or no? Yeah, that was. American Eagle, super cool, right? Problem is I'm still, I was still cheap back in the day. So I'd buy the stuff that was like in clearance. It wasn't that cool. I still get made fun of that. I was just, I was, I was just picked on all the time. Yeah. I don't know that I had too many good guy friends in high school. Because they all picked on me. That's why I have all women friends now. Mm-hmm. You're just it, comfortable in that space. It's I, I can relate to women a lot easier now. Yeah. And I don't feel, I still feel, it's funny how trauma like that c- continues. Because when I get around guys, I still get this, it, it depends on the, the kind of guy. Yes. But if they can remind me of anyone I went to high school with. You, can, you shut down. I just get all awkward. I was just, 
I was just as emotional then as I am now. So the what made me awkward is like I didn't know what to do with the feelings. I didn't know how to accept the feelings. I didn't know how to like accept myself and be okay with myself, which made me uncomfortable in my skin. Yeah. Um. Just God, like I don't know. Uh. Also, I think I was just so high energy and and loud, and I I felt. Not like I felt like I allowed other people to like make fun of me for that and stuff. So I think I would shy away from sure. you doing certain It's almost things. like you lean into the awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like I almost would use my awkwardness as my own shield. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so awkward. Like everyone make fun of me for being awkward so we can all talk about how awkward I am. You know what I mean? Because you want to beat people to the punch. I think I'm still that way. Now we're getting deep. I don't know how we went from high school performance and now we're, we're on trauma. I think I'm still that way about my weight. I think that's why I'll, I'll call myself fat before anybody else will. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I'm fat. I'm fat right now. I literally. And everyone's like, you're not we, fat. And I'm like, I'm so fat. We literally talked about this earlier this week. That's yeah. why I told you, you have to change the way you speak about this process because you completely change like the whole energy of what you're trying to do when you put yourself down. And that's with anything. Yeah. So don't. Thanks, Jess. You're welcome. That solved all my issues. Don't do it. <laughs> How about just don't? How about don't say it? How about don't be mean to yourself? How about just like don't do that, okay? <laughs> How about like talk just to yourself nicely? Yourself, okay? <laughs> How about say positive affirmations? Yeah. How about talk about yourself the way you talk about people you love? How about that? Hey. <laughs> All right, I want to, I, I literally need to hear what people send us voicemails about. No, not yet. Why? I want to end with it, because I want to talk about you first. I promise you, we'll get to it. Y'all, right. this week got so wild. I did not see this 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 situation coming. <laughs> I already told Jess a little bit of it, but it got crazier after that, Jess. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, just a story coming up in a couple seconds, in case you're new to our podcast. There's a girl that I dated. I kind of want to closure with, and the debate last week was, should I actually get closure or not? Like, she's already basically told me, don't contact me anymore. In every, in, okay, I'll just speak for myself. I said, don't reach out to someone when they tell you to leave them alone. Yeah, which is fair. But I was like, is it? But could I? <laughs> but could I though? I was like, so wait. So she but told like, she told you this, but you want to do this. But how about like one more time? What is the reason? Maybe, maybe she was kidding. She wasn't kidding. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Jesso has a re- relationship uh, dilemma that's coming up. And I, I think that any time that you enter into a new relationship, and you guys are, well, you survived one year at least when it comes to this topic. But I know it's always a tricky situation that you always have to weigh. Uh, my ex-wife and I dealt with the same issue every single year. You have to make this one decision. You guys are making it actually pretty early. But what's going on? I there's a possibility that I will go to Alaska for Christmas to meet his mom. And the reason why it's a big deal is because my fam I have a very big family. I have a very close family and everyone is involved in everything and like especially with the year that we've had and yeah. all the holidays that we missed and 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 everyone can relate to this. So I think this coming year everybody is looking forward to having that normality. Back, yep. Especially really quick cuz I know a lot of podcasts like you don't know when they're recorded. It's not near the holidays right no. now. Okay, she's like, is it November? No, like, this is no, how crazy my family is. It's it's almost April. It's the, it's the 23rd of March, by the way, when we're recording We're in this. March. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, why are you talking about this now? Because it's a massive deal. My nana, my mom's mother, has been speaking about the Christmas of 2021 since right. last year. Okay. Like, 
y'all like all the holidays i'm just ready like she's been crying like it it was hard for her especially with my grandparents having to be isolated and all that kind of stuff they've been having a hard time and so my nana has been talking about like these upcoming holidays for a very long time and her expectations and i haven't met my boyfriend garage boy's mom because she lives in alaska yeah and he typically goes to alaska to spend time with her and he only sees her once a year every christmas this past christmas he didn't see her because of covid like he literally couldn't go to alaska so he spent christmas with my family and i they, I, I mean we've been together for over a year now and i still haven't met his mom and I know that this is just something that I need to do. I need to meet his mother. Like, yeah, well, yeah. it's respectful. I mean, I would and that's what I Yeah, that's what I need to do. And this is the only way I'm going to see her is if we, I go with him for Christmas to Alaska. I, th- let, me, let me take a step back really quick before we get into that whole topic. Because, I, and I don't want to get into the whole thing. I'm not trying to, like, pour salt in the wound. But... If I'm Garage Boy, I'm probably not going to propose to you until you meet my mom. Well, duh. You know what I mean? But that's a long time. Yeah. I I thought maybe, I mean, if I'm just, I'm just playing my own numbers here, you know, like you and I haven't had any conversations about it really. I was thinking maybe, maybe summer, maybe fall this year, but I can't imagine. That we'd get engaged? That you, yeah, I, I would think so. That was kind of my, my estimate. If I had to just guess, I would say, yeah. yeah, I would just say probably fall, maybe summer this year. Uh, maybe. Uh, but if you haven't met his mom yet, I know there's no way, right? Well, I'm just even thinking from his mom's point of view. Like my son just moved across the country with this person. I don't know. I've seen her like, like we video chat with her and stuff like that. And yeah. I try to speak to her as much as I can through that, but it's still not the same. No, it's you not. know. It's so not. I'm just when I have that conversation with my grandmother, I'm just afraid that she will. I like. It's gonna everything's gonna go out the window because she's that, gonna be very very upset. That is a part that's so hard about holidays, and I know that everyone can just say, okay, well you just do one year, one year, one year, one year, but like it sucks. Like everybody wants to be their own house for Christmas. I don't care who you are. And I don't care how much you love the other family. Yeah. There's something that's very nostalgic about the ho- if if you enjoy the holidays. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like it for whatever reason, but like if that's a big like to me. I always wanted to be at my house mm-hmm. for Christmas. It was just because it's like, that's like the big holiday of the year, you know? And we, we'd, we'd go back and forth, but it never felt right. Yeah. It always felt weird. Like, as much as I, I enjoyed my family-in-law, it still felt weird not being at home, you know? Yeah. But that's something, though, that you're going to have to, like... Like, what do you think? How do you think she's going to react? She's going to be heartbroken. Like, it's not will even going to be an easy though? conversation. I mean, is she understand? I don't I don't know her. Will she be understanding enough to say, okay, this is my granddaughter who's who's not met her boyfriend's mother. And, and at this point will be literally two years, right? Yeah, because you guys met in, yeah, it'll be two years. Yeah. You met in at November. That po- at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes. No, she will. But it's the fact of us being... The fact that we couldn't be together because of everything that's happened with the pandemic, that it's going to be so heartbreaking to her. You know what I'm saying? She's on line two right now. Grandma is just, okay. Um, How do you think that just from your conversations with Garage Boy about his mom, how do you think she's going to receive you? His mom? Yeah. Oh, I know that his mom Have you is... talked to her on the phone or anything? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've seen her. Like, she's very, very sweet. Yeah. Like, You're not worried about it. Well, she oh. is... Okay. <laughs> Careful. I mean, he's an, he's an only child. Mm-hmm. 
and she's very traditional. Mm-hmm. And at one point, <laughs> you want to marry my son? Yeah. I'm just I'm no! men- I'm mentally preparing myself for anything. I just can't imagine how hard it is to be a mom and like be so far away from your only son, and then to watch him through Facebook and f- and weekly Wait. phone calls move away. You know, and not know who I am and like just have to hear from him the progression of this serious relationship and be completely distant from it. Do you think that she is resentful of you at all? No. For moving? No, because she's in Alaska. Like he was in Stockton. You know, for those that don't know West Coast, that's still far as hell away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But now y'all are like, it's basically impossible to get over there. Well, I think not impossible, but it's a it's a it's a trek. Well, the thing is, when he was in California, he he was at least living in our hometown of Stockton, where his dad was still. It's like for her, at least I know my son is like where his father is. You know what I right, mean? Right, that's true. So even though they're separated, but still, and all, wow. and he had family there. So now here he is with me, just the two of us, having nobody in a state, never been before, just trying to figure it out. Genuinely curious if she is. Like feels weird about that because I feel like that's got to be terrifying. Yeah, especially not really knowing you. Not not really met you. Yeah. No, just on like on on you know his phone or mm-hmm. like he talks to her once a week and stuff. So I'm just I will accept anything and I'm mentally preparing for anything because I can only imagine how hard that is. That's got to be so. That's that's the one. Is that the? I feel like in every family dynamic, there's one you got to worry about. Right? There's always that one family member you're not quite sure they like you or not. Totally. You I'm, think that's her? I would assume. She's yeah. probably very, very protective. They're also like a, she she comes from a traditional Filipino family. Yeah. And I am not that. <laughs> and my family is not that. You look it. You just don't act it. So, you know, that's the thing. Damn, man. But this, is, this is wild. It's fine. I'll, I don't, I don't, I, I'll do whatever she wants me to do. Like. And he's, is he, he's a mama's boy though? He's like a mom comes first kind of thing? Because that can get tricky. So let me explain with my ex-wife is that her mom, I don't think her mom, I don't think she disliked me. I, I think she hates all men in general. Her just, mom? Yeah. Outside of, I think when she got divorced from oh. her dad, I just think she just kind of wrote men off. She always just felt like men were out to get her. So I felt like she kind of put that on my ex-wife then too. And she never, I think I told this story before where she she only called me, even when we were engaged, I don't, maybe after we were married, I don't think after we were married. But she always called me her, my ex-wife's friend. I was just her friend. Only when we were engaged, I remember <laughs> at, the, at the engagement party, yeah. she'd still be like, oh, this is, and this is, uh, this is my ex-wife's name's friend. And I'm like, I'm legitimately marrying your daughter over here. That's funny. Like, put some respect on my name. And a friend, my friend. My friends, why am I paying her rent? But she's like, but did it last though? <laughs> <laughs> That's why she called you her friend. But did it last? You know, her mom was like, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? But did it last? But did it last, though? I wish your mom was on TikTok and made this sound. But did it last? Mm-hmm. And, like, sent it to me DM? Yeah. That'd be, that'd be epic. I ain't mad about that'd that. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool about that. Well, that should be... I mean, you have to go. You 1,000% have to go now. I now know. that I've heard this whole story. like, you, And you got to put on a show. You better come up there with some damn lumpia. Is that what it's called? Chill. <laughs> What's up? Kick back. Hey, I'm as Filipino as they come, baby. Okay, What's up? Okay, chill out. Give me three questions about Filipino people. I'll name it. Go ahead. Kick back. Seriously, ask me a question. I bet I know. I, I know a lot about the Filipino culture. I really do. Do you really? You're my second Filipino co-host, by the way. I've made love to a Filipino woman, so I feel like... Uh, well, uh, that must be all 
of them then. We're going to play a game called Guess That Filipino Question. No. Uh, this is ridiculous. Why? Ask me something about the Filipino culture. See if I know. Um, Guarantee you I do. Ask me words or traditions. How, how do you say garbage in Tagalog? I don't know. I just, I know. Lumpia. That, that's, how you say, that's like the only word I really Get know. Get out of here. This game is over. <laughs> Let's talk about your shit now. It's Basuda, by that the was, way. That was funny. Okay. Give me another one. No. No. I'm not. No. Why? Because you have one answer for everything and Lumpia is not it. Just try. I, I promise I won't say Lumpia. I'll give Ask you. Ask me any Filipino question. I'll give you an easy one. Okay. Who's who's the fame who's the famous boxer who's Filipino? Everybody Pacquiao, knows. Pacquiao, baby. You, there you go. There you go. I, I, how about that? Okay. Enough. Let's go to your thing. One more. No. This is dumb. I'm not doing this with you. Because you don't want me to be as Filipino as you. Okay. Keep <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Come on. Lumpia. All right. I don't know that. What is lumpia, by the way? I, honestly, I don't know what it is. I just know it's a traditional dish. Think of it like a like a egg roll, but yeah, like egg roll. Sounds basically. good. Yeah, you can have veggie ones, meat in them, the fire. Uh, okay, let's get into this. So I came on last week and I said, listen, getting myself to a weird predicament here, because not good with non-closure. Mm -hmm. Not good with non-closure. I want to have closure with every person in my life. If Unless they fuck me over, I want to be able to have closure with somebody. Okay. Even if I fuck them over, I want closure with somebody, right? I just, I just, it doesn't feel right to me, especially people that mean so much to me and they just disappear. It's just a very, I'm not good at it. Maybe it's a hard process. Maybe I've never done it before. Mm -hmm. You know, because even remember, I actually remember this now talking about my ex-wife. I want to have one more conversation. I don't want it anymore. But I remember almost like a year and a half later, I remember still having that conversation, maybe on the podcast back uh, in San Diego, maybe the radio show, about should I just try to reach out for one more conversation? Yeah, you I just had like, a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I did. So there was this one girl that I dated uh, low key after I was divorced and we kept it low key because I... Had to. I was going through a divorce first off, right? Um, and I didn't want to make anything public yet. Uh, I just I didn't want to, I didn't want anything because my wife, honest, my ex wife, honestly, went pretty easy on me when it comes to like things she asked for in divorce. She could she could she could have taken me to the cleaners if she wanted to, but she didn't. She actually pretty financially pretty much well, it was a lot of cash, but. All in all, in all, I still did better on than I should have, uh, and so I didn't want to like rock the boat. So I didn't talk about date. I didn't talk about anything. I didn't talk about one thing on the radio. I, kept, I didn't tell you guys really. You guys kind of knew low key, like you would knew because we had to have this weird situation with her. But I didn't really say anything about her the whole time, and until basically her and I had our final, well, a, a big blow up where I pretty much said. She was a runner, man. She likes to run away, and I can't stand that. I can't stand when people are like, I'm like, if we got a problem, let's deal with it. Don't just run away. Like, what's up? And she, li she was literally about to walk out of my house, and I said, I promise you, if you walk out of that house right now, everything's going to change. She walked right out of the house. I said, all right, that's it. Next day, I, no, it wasn't. It was the same day. I got on, I got on dating apps. I'm like, that's it. Here we go. Going to roll into my, my date, now my public dating story. A couple days later, though, maybe a week or two later, like we kind of reconvened and we were trying to like figure out like what, well now what are we going to do? Because I didn't, I didn't really want to, I didn't really feel I'm, I was always, I don't even know Enneagram numbers at all. Do you know Enneagrams? Mm, what? Okay. 
for this no enneagram no, it's personality types it's kind of like a myers-briggs personality test but this is more oh. of like a spiritual side of it i guess you could oh, say okay i'm in number six okay and number six is very fearful and all they need is like commitment they just need like like reassurance that like you're not going to go anywhere so it's, like, to her it was always i always felt nervous that she was going to leave it's so like i could never really quite get over that ever again right mm-hmm. uh plus i was kind of fun i was kind of fun just dating around after being married for so long and so i wasn't ready to commit to her but i still definitely had feelings for her. and we'd already started a storyline with a girl we called sexy senorita oh yeah so like there's all this stuff going on in the background it's all in my head like there's all these kind of girls kind of floating around right but i definitely still had feelings for this this one girl and we just went through a whole lot together, man. Things I've never talked about before. We have just, I, 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 I love this woman very deeply and very passionately. And we went through a lot together. And basically, um, at the end, I think I said this part on the podcast, where when I got here, I, I really wanted to clear up my dating life. And so I was like, I'm just going to focus. I need to focus on one person. Mm-hmm. I just need to focus on one person. I been dating who was Miss California. We had pretty much stopped dating when I was um, out of work because I wasn't, I couldn't make any kind of decisions with somebody emotionally. Yes. I didn't know where my life was going, right? Yeah. Uh, so with all that said, um, I don't know what happened, but but we had taken, we said we're going to, because when we got here, things got tense. And I w- that's when I was kind of like, I got to like clear this up. And so I was like, I need, I need some time to like digest, get my life settled. I, I need, I need like a month. And that's kind of when I had like figured out, like I, I just, I'm going to go pursue Miss California instead of this other girl. And I was going to tell her. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when I reached out to her a month later and I was like, Hey, you want to catch up? And she said, no. And I was like, wow. So I don't know what transcribed in that month. I don't know if something was said. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. And she's like, no, basically, I don't wish you any harm, but just I don't want to talk to you anymore. I was like, whew, okay. Because uh, that's how she needed to heal. She yeah. needed to separate herself from you. I get pissed because I'm like, what the hell? Because everyone and I just had that kind of relationship. It was like, push, pull, push, pull, push, pull. And I was like, I um, I got real mad at her, man, because I was just like, what the hell? Like, oh, I don't know. I was just really frustrated about it. Even though I was going to break up with, like, you know, things like basically say i don't think we can continue things right but i'm still mad you didn't get the chance to do that you were mad i just wanted to end it in a nice way like i was ready to have a very mature conversation with her about where my head was and like where my heart was and everything you know but that's she was what you wanted for you that's what i wanted for so you i sent her an email after that and i was like listen no hard feelings like best of wishes bye but then it like drove me crazy Cause I'm like, I don't remember her back from her or not. I honestly don't remember if she wrote back or not. I can't remember, but it's been driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. And I got this, I was going through some stuff when I moved here and I opened up a card. Um, I got a bunch of stuff that I just kind of compartmentalizing when I moved here. And so one of the things was a card from her that she had written me before I left. Open this card, man. I was like, man, like so nice, so supportive. And we even said like, I don't know if you and I will ever work out, but you know, I still, I'm just so proud of you and blah, blah, blah. I get emotional. Um, yeah. So with that said, I, uh, I was like, do I reach out to her just now that I've like read this card and like, I feel like there's so many things I just want to do to close this chapter. Mm-hmm. Can I reach out to her just one more time? Mm-hmm. Just call her one more time. And I think she's got me blocked, but I don't know. Like, but, but what do y'all think? And it was a, it was a pretty unanimous no. Hey, um, this is Pam from Camden, South Carolina. And Steve, you need to respect her wishes and do not bother her. 
Do not bother her. I love at Pam. All. I do. Just respect her. Love y'all. I love so you. Bye bye. <laughs> Pam said to me, "I can't wait to hug you in person." I said, "Girl, I'm gonna cry in your arms." I know she's the greatest. She's she, the greatest. You know, she came over to Certified Mama's Boy from Jeff Dollar's podcast, and that's how she found that. Then she found this podcast. It's cool. Uh, I'll just play one more, but they basically all sound along the lines of this. Hey, Jess. Hey, Kramer. It's Stacy from Baltimore. Um, so listening to the podcast and no, not one more phone call. No more contact. Um, she asked you very nicely to leave her alone. And I think that is what's best. Um, like Jess kind of mentioned, who knows? You could rehash all kinds of old wounds that are still kind of fresh, and I, that wouldn't be good for anybody. Also, can we just talk about how Jess was fire in this episode? Because, <laughs> my girl, she was dishing out some deep advice, and uh, I'm so happy you're feeling better, Jess. All right, Aww. guys. Bye. Thanks, girl. That's sweet. Aww. Okay, so that was that, and I said I was going to give it a week and just kind of think about everything. We posted that podcast actually on Friday because we just couldn't get it put up. We recorded, I think, Wednesday or something. It took us a couple of days to get it up for whatever reason. Maybe we could order Thursday. Posted it Friday, right? Saturday at noon, I'm sitting at my desk, okay? It's 9 o'clock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Picture, I'm sitting at my desk. Okay. <laughs> and my phone, and my phone has a text message. Guess who it's from? Uh-huh. Homegirl. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can't a be. A text? Text message. I say, I say, can't be a coincidence. Can't be a coincidence. There's no way that she was, she had to have heard something. No, of course. Like, it can't just be her being like, hey, I'm just thinking about you. What's going on? You no, know, like, no, no, word, to word got, totally word got back to her. Someone heard something, blah, blah, blah. But how totally. nervous was I to open that text message? Thing? Cause I, I'm like, I'd be scared too. I was like, I don't know what this is going to say. I have no idea. So open the text and I'm not going to read it to you because I do want to just leave some privacy in the situation. But basically what she said was this. She said, I'm down to having one more conversation. I got things that like I could say to you too. And I'm like, okay, so 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 far so good, right? I'm like, okay, cool, we're on the same page. Just stop reading right there. Then the, the text and it's long, y'all. It's a long text message. Um, went on to say, the only way I'll do this though mm-hmm. is if you go on your podcast next week. Let me make sure we're not on the air or something here because the hotline's calling. Hang on one second. Hello. Hi, my name Michelle, and I'd like to ask you. Oh my gosh, I'd be so scared. <laughs> That's my biggest fear. I know. The when podcast it, on the air. I know, me too. It's bad. It makes me so paranoid. So when our, we have a hotline, that's like the, the number the boss can call. It's not the studio line. Oh, so when that man. light starts flashing, I'm like, oh my God, we're recording off the air. I'm like, oh my God. Sorry, back to one condition. Is that you go on your podcast next week and you, you basically clear up any misconceptions there may be about you and I. And she kind of runs down this list of things that, like she wants me to talk about. Mm-hmm. And um, some of them true, some of them true, some of them not true. By the way, um, things that I guess maybe she's like pieced together or assumes that happened. Um, that I think that she wants me to like admit to, yes. which just isn't is not is not the actual truth of what happened, right? She said, if you do that, then I'll um, I'll be you know I'll, I'll call you next week after your podcast after I hear that. So I sat there and I thought about it for a minute. I was like, damn, man. Because it would be nice to have like closure. But then I was like, for what? 
for what? That's how she. That's that's exactly what. Okay. Mm-hmm. But for what? But no, but like honestly, if we're still in this, because if you ask me, if you're asking me honestly, I feel like that's a little. You th- you think what she's asking for is dumb? I don't think it's dumb. I just think if we're gonna come into this, I'm ready to like meet her at an even level, have a conversation, and move on. I'm not here to like. To me, it just it felt like a little toxic. You think that's toxic, but you reaching out to her after she specifically said not to is I not did, toxic. I, first off, I didn't reach out to her. Let's be clear. I did mm. not reach out. To her. I didn't reach out to her. I did not reach out to her. I had a conversation with you about it. I did not reach out to her. Okay. And I really had, so don't, don't sit here. Cause I did not do anything. I did not reach out to her. I did not say a word to her. I didn't. Okay. But I'm just saying like, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Like, because she has to bring up, because she wants to bring up things that you don't want to bring up. It's the same thing as you bringing up things that she doesn't want to, that the, when, when you got mad, when you reached out to her after that month and she said no, and you got all pissy, this is the same thing. Do you not see that? Uh, possibly. So that for but her, my, when she said, but, leave me alone, that for her, that was toxic right there. So for you, I feel like if anything, maybe this is a blessing in disguise because now you can actually feel that feeling in your own way because that's how you feel about her asking for those things. Maybe now you have the ability to see that's where she was coming from then. Mm. Or no. I don't think that's the same. You don't. I think by her asking me to come on and say some things, I personally, I don't really want to talk about. Right. And I mean, publicly, that'd be like me being like, okay, I'll do that. But you have to go into the town square and say, you know, like it's either you want to have a conversation or you don't, you know? And so I just feel like it's got strings attached to it that I, I don't think are fair, at least not fair that I don't want to participate in. Okay. That's fair to say. Because you don't want to participate in. I don't, I just don't think like I, I wanted, I think that obviously her, she's still upset and that we wouldn't even be with those, with that kind of like laundry list of things she wanted me to like publicly come forward and say, uh-huh. we wouldn't even be at a place to be able to have a mature conversation. Cause I still think she's that upset. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, so we kind of went back and forth for a while and I, I basically said, listen, she said, I'll give you a week to think about it. And I was like, I don't, I'm, I don't need a week. I, I just, I'm, I'm just not going to do that. I, I wish that you and I could have had a conversation and then on your terms. But not hers. No, I wish that we could have had a conversation and then figured out where to go from there. Mm-hmm. You know? And if it's we never talk again, that's fine. If it's, she, like, there's just one thing you said. And af- especially after I like, because I feel like she has such a skewed version of the truth. Okay. Because she does. The, the story she read back to me was not a true story. Okay. She's like, I want you to go in here and say that. And some things were true, but, but I would say 30% of it, not true. Mm. So I... It just sucks because now she's stuck with this false story. But I just know that there's no way that we would be able to have a conversation if things are still going to feel like that. If she still feels like there, there needs to be this, what's the word? Like um, one up. I don't know if one up's the right word. It's like, not one up. I think she just. This this payback first before we can get on an even level. It's just, it's it, we'll never we'll never be able to have a mature conversation that way. Yeah. I just hope maybe enough time had passed and she'd be willing to have a conversation. And I then, mean, I don't I don't even think it's been long enough, to be honest with you. It's been six months. That's not a long time. That's a long time. Not, not for stuff like that. Not for stuff like that. Well, 
that's the conclusion I came to. I'm not really trying to hide anything. Like, don't think that I'm trying to, like... I mean, there's some things that I do keep private, you know? Um, but I don't... I just, I don't know. I just... It's fine. And, and I'm okay with that. And we ended, honestly, like... We ended the text. She'd be like, you know, if you don't feel like doing that, then just know that you're forgiven and, like... Bye. <laughs> I mean, for lack of better terms. Good. And I was like, okay, thank I you for it, your forgiveness. And I think both y'all need that. Now you can just leave it alone. Yeah, just, I just don't, I still don't feel good about it, but what am I going to do about it? It's just what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Just got to learn and move forward. So, Jess, thoughts? I genuinely hope for the sake of both of you that you guys don't deal with this anymore. Just in general. Like, I hope it, like, another six months doesn't go by. And I mean, I'm forever going to feel like this. No, you're not. I promise you I no, will. No, you're not. You I just need some you time. You need some time. I That's promise it. you I will. You got to work. You have to be better at letting things go. And I know that's such a huge, hard thing to accept and say for myself and for everybody. But I think that's what it comes down to. And I feel like this is this is your biggest, this is a lesson for you right now. And you can take it as that. I think sometimes when we ask for things or we want things, situations come up in our life to give us the opportunity to work on those things. And I think for you, it, it is hard for you to let things go. And so right now you have an opportunity to work on that, not fixate on it, not verbally say, I'm going to feel like this for the rest of my life. This is where you have to say, I feel like this right now. And this is hard. It didn't go the way I wanted to, but I will eventually heal from this and let yeah, this go. For sure. A hundred percent. That's all I can do at this point. So yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Let's have an awkward look in the YouTube camera one more time. That'll be a hundred and something dollars. Thank you for coming <laughs> to my therapy session. Every time, man, that's what this should be called. Jessica's Corner. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are now on YouTube. You can search Kramer and Jess if you actually want to watch the podcast. And a lot of people like to watch the podcast now. You can see how awkward our faces are when we're talking to each other. Uh, it's a facial reaction, man. That'll or, get you. Or not. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet. We also have our own podcast and social media. You can go follow Jess. At Jess Do It, J-E-S-S-D-U-I-T-T on everything. And Low Key is my podcast. I'm that guy Kramer on Instagram, and you can listen to my podcast called Certified Mama's Boy. Got a link over in the show notes to all that. So, all right. We love you. See you next week, okay? Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 